Welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardaker and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing and ways that you can change the way you view it so you can actually find some way to progress. This week's topic is kind of one it's been in my mind for such a long time and I got an email from Eric and it's all about, and it's also come from people like Matt and so many other people in the community where it's this concept of like, I'm really good at doing this in my land-based training, but I can't do it in the ocean. And why do I suck? Why can't I get this? And it gets really frustrating. It's a really good lesson and understanding and what I kind of want to go through is like embracing the suck. So embracing the suck and understanding this learning experience. But before I get into it, this month, all of April 2022, we are running a competition and you can find all the details about it. If you want a want to win a Clayton surfboard, you have the chance to do that. There's a bunch of prizes, including free programs, merch, Things like that, you can find all the details there. Um, yeah, you'll get a board made by Clayton, sprayed the way you want. Red go fast stripes, who cares? Whatever you want, the option's there. The other thing before we get into this week's episode, Clay and I have spent the last two weeks kind of stuck together. We were in isolation. Uh, neither of us had COVID, but we were isolating because of community contacts. And it's given us a really good chance. We've been working a lot of stuff behind the scenes and hopefully that's going to start trickling through. It's really exciting. A lot of new things coming. Things that we'll work on, things that we can improve, adding new things to existing programs, all of that. So there's a lot of stuff coming while I've got my time here in Australia. And also it's just been coming from England. Just amazing to have 20, 26 degrees of water temperature um it's like a bath for me at the moment the idea of wearing a vest or a wetsuit of any kind is just like claustrophobic so yeah sorry to the guys in the uk um water here's great at the moment a bit afraid to go back into cold water anyways let's get into this week's episode this is all about the four stages of learning and trying to learn something new and going through that process and that if we can understand this process it becomes easier and it becomes more motivating so for most surfers, trying to learn something new, change a bad habit or create a new habit, this can all often lead to frustration. Think, why am I not getting this? How long do I have to do this training or keep sucking until it becomes second nature? When will it just click? This process can lead you to a severe loss in motivation. In worst case, you just give up trying that thing and you go straight back to your comfort zone. Staying in your comfort zone is always going to leave you in the exact same place and your surfing is not going to change. Getting out of your comfort zone is meant to be frustrating. If we can navigate this and understand the learning experience, it makes it so much easier and we can understand this learning experience and how these habits are actually formed, how they're fixed, and would you not find that learning curve easier to navigate when you understand it? If you knew what ups and downs you're going to go through, 
It makes navigating it all so much easier. You're prepared for what's to come. You can embrace the suck. Knowing that you'll find getting out of your comfort zone so much more motivating. And what I mean by embrace the suck, you have to fail. Fail forwards. what we talk about every week here. It's embracing that. Not no, like You're never going to get something first go. It just doesn't happen in surfing. What you need to understand is that, or more, there's this concept, the body lags the mind. The first few phases of learning new skills and improving your surfing is going to be so frustrating as you build this awareness and understanding. And the body's playing catch up. It's not moving the way you want. So your mind's starting to understand something, but your body hasn't figured it out yet. And this is why the body lags the mind. You need to accept that, embrace it. Understand that my mind in these early stages is going to raise quicker than my head and I can understand something, visualize it. And if you don't know what visualization means, it's just viewing yourself doing something. I can see myself doing that bottom turn. I can see how it could work. It's now that process of like, this is really frustrating. My body's not getting it. So what I'm talking about, and for some people in Ombi or who are part of the community following along, they're going to be familiar with this. It's this four stages of learning. This unconsciously incompetent, consciously incompetent, consciously competent, and unconsciously competent. If you've never heard that, that just sounded like the same word over and over again. And you're like, dude, what the hell? But this is a framework. It's a framework of skill development. And you can understand your process of learning and how to kick these bad habits by understanding where you are in that system. So let's back it up. It comes down to two parts, conscious or unconscious. And all this means is, do you think about it or not? Are you aware? Do you know? That's it. Just are you aware or are you not aware? Do you know how this works? Do you not know how it works? Then there's competent and incompetent. Can you do it? Or can't you do it? It's just a mix of those two different scenarios. Are you aware that you're doing it? Can you do it? That's consciously competent. So I'm going to go through all four of these and try and make sense and bring this back to your surfing so you can try and understand where this is all fitting in. So unconsciously incompetent is you don't know what you don't know and you don't know how to do it. So you're unconsciously incompetent if you're out in the surf and you have no clue, no thought process, you aren't aware of what you're doing and can't achieve what you want to do. Think, I think I'm ripping out in the surf and you come back and watch it on video and you're like, is that me? No, nah, surely that's that other guy with that whiteboard and the black wetsuit. That's not me. Nah, the guy with the beard or the girl with this, it's, it, it's you. And it's that process of like, I thought I was ripping, but I clearly have no idea what I'm doing and I don't know how to do it. And for a lot of surfers, this is that wacky, waving, inflatable tube man and it looks bad. This is something I covered in a couple weeks ago episode. So you can scroll back through, find that one there. It's all about style and how to connect your body to different parts and connect that to your board and move efficiently. It's wild movements and no clue what each movement does or what you're trying to achieve. The next stage of this is consciously incompetent. And it's where you know that you don't know. And for a lot of surfaces, this is where they get stuck. They know they don't know how to do a, a cutback. They know they don't know how to do a bottom turn. They know they don't know how to go top to bottom, nose ride, 
cross step, all this stuff. And they're stuck in this stage of frustration and it's infuriating. And it's this stage of being aware. You know you're doing it wrong, but you can't figure out how to do it. You're working through these new movement patterns and trying to do them properly. Or you're knowing it, you're doing it all wrong and you have no clue how to do it. So this can also be someone doing land-based drills and they are conscious and they're aware, but they're like, I don't know if I'm doing this right or wrong. I don't understand. That's it. You're aware, but you're not connecting the dots. So when you go out and try and do it, you just can't really do it. You're aware, but it's just not happening. And that's okay. It's a learning process. The next stage being consciously competent. So now we're in the stage of being aware. And from being incompetent to competent. And it's where you're aware of what you can do and you know what to do and you can do it. But you can only do it when you're conscious, when you think about it or when you have a cue. This is where you're working on something and you're surfing, like the pop-up. But you can only achieve that when you clear your mind and think about that move. Any other thoughts become distracting. They're going to result in failure. The skill is not yet second nature, meaning you haven't transitioned to unconsciously competent yet. And I'm going to go through this incompetent and competent stage in a lot more depth. The final stage, unconsciously competent. It's what we all want. It's why we train. It's where we don't think. We just do. We feel it. And this is part of the process and it's where your body now has eclipsed the mind it acts on its own. It doesn't need to be thought about. It's where you start to flow. Things happen. This is where body lags the mind is all three previous stages. The mind's faster than the body. Unconsciously competent, it's a phase where your body is faster than your mind. You just do it. So for those more advanced surfers, higher intermediates, you don't think about doing the Oreo biscuit. You don't think about the walk up. You don't think about positioning. You just do it. You know it and you do it. And this is when it becomes great. So it doesn't matter what skill level you're at. There are parts of your surfing you are going to be unconsciously competent at. And there are parts where you're consciously competent, consciously incompetent, all four stages across the whole part of your surfing. There are going to be things you suck at and things that are just second nature. So for a lot of people listening, you may not have been aware or you may have, and that helps ground the framework of understanding the next parts of this so navigating it and connecting this to your training and if you're improving your surfing you're learning to surf you're making tweaks it doesn't matter you're going to go through those processes like i just said what you want to do is how to understand how it all connects together to get out of unconsciously incompetent you need knowledge you need ocean iq to read the waves better understand how movement works how it connects to your board you need to understand things and see how they're done. If it's not a small tweak, the first steps are always going to be awkward. And this is where you're incompetent. Think of this as doing your first set of Ombi training for the very first time. If you've been here for a while, think back to it. If you've never done it, you're in this stage right now. You've been influxed with all this new knowledge, new awareness, and excitement is really high, but you're not yet sure how to practice it. And your first couple goes at the walk-up, the Oreo biscuit, whatever you're into, you're probably still figuring out, being like, is this right? I don't know yet. And you're trying to feel it and play around with it. So understanding these stages, knowing that you're going to suck before you get good, it's really important. It motivates you. It just goes, I don't have high expectations. 
I'm here to have fun and learn. And then I'm going to play with that and figure it out. So this next stage of it and relating it back to Ombi is transitioning from land-based skill development to practicing it in the surf. And eventually you're going to start getting the training down and you can do it on land. But the problem that most people face is connecting to the water. And this is where most people get stuck and lose motivation. So if you've ever heard this com complaint or you've seen this comment in the Ombi community, I'm a pro at the living room pop-up but I can't for the life of me do it in the ocean. This is the main thing I wanted to tackle and it's understanding that experience because that's where the most frustration comes. You're hyper aware of what to do and you're hyper aware that you're not getting it right. Something's wrong. And your first instance is like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my board? And it, it's, it's more just embrace the suck. You're, you're in the stage of learning, so just learn. It's not being able to do it in the ocean means that some, you're somewhere between consciously incompetent and competent. You need to use that to your advantage. It's not even a question about doing it unconsciously. You're stuck somewhere. And it's where most people go wrong. If you can't do it in the ocean, you have to be conscious about performing that maneuver. So this is where the Ombi method training of trigger words and pattern interrupters comes in. You can go back and listen to that episode. You need something that helps your brain achieve that consciously competent part of the training and you need to do it easier. So the big elephant in the room though is you need to quieten your brain. You need to de-stress. If you're too loud and you're distracted, it's going to bring tension and stress into your surfing or you're focusing on the wrong things. This is where it becomes infuriating. So if you're confused... The idea behind these trigger words and training is to take the pressure out of consciously thinking about it too much. You need to relax, take a visual cue or remind yourself of what you need to do. And then when it comes to actually doing it, you need to not overthink it. You need to be in a state of somewhat Zen. If you're stressed, you're consciously incompetent. You can't really do it. And you're thinking about it, you're aware, but to get to consciously competent, you need to be able to create a trigger word, a system, a response where it's not dominating your mind and you can enter flow and do the movement. It's easier said than done, which is why you need to embrace the suck. Play with it. Figure out what works for you. So what you'll notice about Ombi, what you'll notice about this chat, what you'll notice about so many of these podcast guides, everything we do, it's more about the mind than it is the body. Teaching the body to move on land is easy. There's no stress, there's no pressure, there's no distractions. Once you're in the surf, it is all about quietening the mind and letting it act how it knows to. You just need a very quiet reminder. So think about that. You've done your land-based training. You know how to move. You need to apply it to your surfing. Once you start adding stress, distractions, pressure, you can't do it. When you're on land, there's nothing there. It's just you. Go at your time. There's no risk. There's no stress. Do it in the ocean. I don't want to fall behind the whitewash. I don't want to fall. I'm scared. I don't want to hit that person. Everything changes. So going from consciously incompetent to consciously competent means you need to use the right trigger word to calm that down, to be able to just move. 
think where you're looking is where you go. Make it so simple that you can easily follow it and it's just enough of cue to work on it. There's such a fine line between overthinking it all, complicating it, thinking too much and forgetting to move compared to just taking that small cue and doing it right. It's so easy to fall into the negative side of that. So you just need to let it flow, happen. You already know how to move. You just need to calm the mind, relax, breathe through it. So as you apply this trigger word or this pattern interrupter, we silence all the distractions. It's what works for you. Everything is personal to you. It's your style. It's your training. It's how you get the best out of yourself. You just need to focus on doing that one thing and you'll start seeing success. This links back to last week's episode about just doing one thing at a time. Like I personally cannot do that much in the surf. I can only focus on one thing or one thing that's done away from actually surfing the wave. It's too much for me. My brain gets overwhelmed. So trying to rush just doesn't work for me. And I go on a limb and say it's not going to work for most people. So it's slow it down. Eventually, as you start finding success, we're going to find this point where it's like, when does it become second nature? How long do I have to do this? Why do I keep sucking? Or you find success and then it becomes a, start, a struggle of when do I stop thinking about it? When do I stop using the trigger words? And when you start doing it in the surf and you can replicate it, it's not just do it a few times and move on. You have to train your brain. You have to train your body to act. This takes time. So if you bring in a new thought during this stage, you add something on, you overthink it, you work on a different part of your surfing, I guarantee you, you're going to default back to consciously incompetent. Why? Because you were only able to do it before if you thought about it with a calm mind. You've now added a distraction in it then gets so much more complicated. You haven't cemented the feeling and trained the body to do it without thinking calmly. So if you think, look up, look up during your pop-up, if you now do something different and you want to read the wave at the same time or this and that, or you're now changing what you're doing and the way that your body responds. And if you haven't made that natural, you may look down at the bottom of the wave and all of a sudden you've gone, ah, crap. I don't actually have this. Or if you're opening up on your cutbacks, same thing. You're like, oh, I'm opening up my shoulders. Great. It's moving well. And now you go, oh, I want to change my line and I want to do this. You go back and you're like, why aren't I doing my cutbacks? It's like, because you've now, you haven't cemented that feeling of opening up your shoulders. So it's so much more about the mind and understanding this learning process than just the technique. Technique's easy. Getting rid of stress, not so much. So for each person, that's a different amount of time to cement these feelings. And it's going to be based on your ability, what you're trying to learn. Do you have the foundations to actually learn the skill? Are you missing blocks below? It's situational for everyone. And it's a whole other topic. But most people are trying to take five steps ahead. And they want to learn how to do a roundhouse cutback before they can even do a decent bottom turn. Well, they want to do a roundhouse cutback before they can even do half of the cutback and see the foam. It just doesn't make sense. So it comes down to like picking the right line and you'll improve your surfing. You need to do the movement at the right time and the right place. 
And that's also key to what you're doing. So how long does it actually take to cement the skill? Honestly, who knows? I actually don't care. And I don't want you to go out there and think, I just need to do X number of these. Or I need to do a thousand reps. Because it gives the wrong outlook. It gives this outlook of like, if I just did that, that number, then I've got it. And that's not how surfing works. And there are studies that go into this and they can motivate you or demotivate you, motivate you when you see the timeframes or how this works. But surfing is different. And my advice to you is chase the feeling. Keep working on it. Keep working on it till it feels good. And you work on making that part of your surfing smoother and you chase a better feeling. When you don't have to consciously think so much about doing something, you're progressing through the skill and you'll be able to really add a new layer or tweak on it soon. You need to make it easier on yourself before you make it more difficult. If you change it up and try and do something else, it all goes backwards. You need to go back, determine if there's something you're missing, if it's a foundational skill, is it the wrong trigger word or pattern interrupter? Is your mind and fear getting in the way? Or do you just need to keep consciously working on that one thing until it becomes more second nature? That's embracing the suck, going through the process, understanding you need to keep going at it. It's a process. It takes time. So embrace the suck. Understanding each failed attempt is a learning experience towards getting it. You fail, you don't think and you don't move. Whatever it is, analyze that after each failure and try and understand what went wrong. The initial phases will always be the body lagging the mind. You have to train it to catch up and you have to quieten the mind so eventually the body can just act. Connected to this podcast, right in the bottom, you'll have the full link for this guide. At the bottom of that page is a video. We've all heard the story, but how much sucking do you think Tony Hawk went through to get the first 900 in skateboarding? A lot. It was a lot of sucking was done behind closed doors before he went into competition and he landed it for the first time in competition. After he'd finished his technical amount of runs, he kept going in front of a crowd. It's like one of the most pressure cooker systems where he embraced sucking. If you watch the video, you can see his face, how frustrated he's getting but he's embracing it because it's the only way to move forward. So you put that into context of surfing. Who's cheering you on each failed attempt and working through getting it? It's got to be you or it's got to be someone you surf with. You need positive reinforcement. So when you watch this video, look at him. Look at Tony. Look at his expressions. He knows he's close. He's embracing it. He's working on something that was never done before. What we're doing in surfing, it's all been done before. It's easy. It's doable. You can see it. You just need to figure out how to do it and how to get your body to do it. You just need to find the right way to understand it, train it, and then calmly apply it into the surf so that you can do it without thinking. And that's where Ombi comes in. So embrace the suck. Embrace the journey. Figure out how to get the skills to feel second nature. We don't have to think about it and your body can just do it. So that's this week's podcast. It's actually a topic that I really love because it, it just helps me navigate change in my own surfing. Like, where am I on in this scale? And it's things that recently coming back to Australia, spending time with Clay and 
having him sit there and go, oh, I've noticed this and you're surfing. And then being like, cool, let's work on that. And then me thinking, he's like, oh, you're doing this wrong now. And I'm like, I did not cement that feeling. That's still consciously competent for me. And that's kind of like a, a moment where I could sit back and be like, cool, I know where I'm sitting in kind of my journey. And I know what's some of these things are not as unconscious as I thought they were. It's very interesting and it motivates me and I hope it motivates you. It's something that we can use to our advantage to kind of understand the rules of how we develop these skills. For next week's podcast, maybe not next week if this doesn't work out, but I want to do some listener mail. I've started to get quite a few questions coming in. If you would like a full episode answering some questions, send them in. If you just go to onbi.co slash in-depth a surfing podcast, no spaces, no hyphens for the in-depth a surfing podcast part. Link will be in the description. You can submit a request. And I'm also going to do this through the Ombi community platform. So if you haven't signed that up already there, you can go in. It's completely free. You can sign up, take the free courses. You can find other surfers near you. You can join communities that are near you, meet up with surfers. I love the UK surfers group. Uh, not because I'm Australian, I'm not UK, but I have been living there. But I love it because I'm constantly seeing this engagement of who's going to the wave pool, who's going here. So you can find all these things and connect with people that are at similar levels to you. But I will put something up there. Coming up, if I get enough, I want to do a listener feedback episode where I can just run through 10 to 15 requests of questions, even more if it comes through in time. So if you've got a question, punch it through there and let me know. And then as soon as I've got about 10 to 15, I'll do an episode on it. And then it would mean the world to us if you've been enjoying this podcast, if you can leave a review wherever you're watching it, listening to it, sorry, and share it with a friend. If this is helping you, share it on. It's the same thing. The start of this episode, I said we're running a competition to win a surfboard, merch, programs, a couple other things. So that's all around inviting your friends into the community profile or system. So if you'd like to win a board, you can read all the description, all the details in the description below. Otherwise, I'll see you next week.